Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Danka, Timothy Go and Chua Tian Tim with you. Uh, it's time now for Culture Club. And uh, we are putting the spotlight on a restaurant uh, that's part of Tanjong Paga's growing list of fine dining uh, eateries. Here we go. We're talking about food. Mm. Well, it officially opened its doors to the public earlier this month and mm. adds its own version, uh, vision rather, to the neighborhood spotlighting regional dishes. These are forgotten indigenous ingredients and ancient ways of cooking in tasting menus that showcase the cuisines of the region of Southeast Asia. Yeah, the restaurant is its chef and uh, owners uh, opus to the boundless beauty of the region. We're talking about areas, food cultures from mm-hmm. uh, the ancient steppes of Angkor Wat to the lush highland valleys of Sarawak. And of course, the result is a gastronomic experience that draws from the knowledge of society's past and present experience through a series of menus that convey the warmth and the comfort of communal dining while retaining a contemporary identity. All right. Uh, what is on offer when we talk about Southeast Asian cuisine? Well, we'll find out more about Fizz, the restaurant that we're uh, talking about. Uh, on the line with us is Hafizul Hashim, who is the chef owner of Fizz. Good evening. How are you? Hello, I'm good. All right. Uh, we are ready to get hungry. <laughs> but first, um, yes. what, what made you start on the journey to become a chef? It takes a lot of passion. Yes, I mean, it all started off obviously at home, helping my mother and my grandmother as the first child. Okay. After doing that, and I was like, hmm, I really enjoy this, and it really makes me calm. And also the flavors of the food mm-hmm. and seeing how it developed as we, you know, going through all the processes yeah. and the skills that required. Yeah, it's really um, something that I really enjoy. I think this is Chef's Zen, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Chef, when it comes to Southeast Asian cuisine, uh, viewing it from the outside, outside of the region, how do you describe what Southeast Asian cuisine is? Because if we're here, in here, inside, it means so many things. Regionally, it's all very different tasting as well. Apart from steamed rice that we all have in common, all the flavors are very different. So how do we understand what Southeast Asian cuisine is? That's a um, very broad question. I mean, <clears throat> Southeast Asia as a whole, it's very rich in its culture and mm-hmm. also diversity. I mean, how would you define Southeast Asia? It's through its people, its culture, its warmth, its hospitality. Mm-hmm. But flavors-wise, though, the food yeah. flavor, what, what comes to mind when you talk about Southeast Asian cuisine? Well, I mean, it depends which region you're talking about. Right. The southern you are, the more spicy it gets, mm-hmm. I believe. And then the more northern you go up, until like Isan and that part, from being very multi-layered flavor, mm-hmm. they go more towards like two flavors. Two flavors, which would two be? Two or three flavors mm-hmm. would be, I mean, if you were in the plane of Bangkok, probably you would have like all the sweet, sour, spicy. Right. Everything right. In one mouthful. But if you go to Isan, they probably go like spicy and sour. Mm-hmm. And then after that, accompanied by raw vegetables, maybe a lot, and also the glutinous rice. Mm. And then the rice as well plays a part. Yeah, that's the one thing that unites all of us here in Southeast Asia. Perhaps rice, and coconut milk. 
Yeah, right. Oyster Coconut sauce. milk. Uh, lemongrass, garlic, and maybe ginger. Garlic, turmeric. I mean, galangal, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all that is what makes us Southeast Asia. It's interesting, it's right? Yeah, it's very interesting. Like when, when we were in school, we studied how this part of the world, Southeast Asia, right, mm-hmm. was really developed on the back of the spice trade. Right. And, and now here you are. Do, do you ever feel sometimes, Chef, that you're going through a bit of a history lesson at the same time while you're preparing these dishes? Yes, definitely. I mean, it goes way back before, even during the time of the Cholins, mm. where the Indianization through Hinduism in mm. the old areas like Angkor, Mm-hmm. Uh, Majapahit in Java, Trivijaya in Sumatra. I mean, it's it's two culture merge, showing how the locals to use spices, coconut milk, mm-hmm. and then also they share the the knowledge on how to develop certain dishes. Right. So, Chef, in developing your dishes, and we were describing this earlier as drawing from past uh, knowledge and ancient preparation of dishes, when it comes to preparing your dishes, how do you do it with all the modern technologies available in the kitchen these days? Do you use any of these modern techniques or do you simply rely on traditional ways of doing dishes? I mean, I use both techniques. And, you know, the old way will require you a lot of manpower. Mm-hmm. So this is where we use the modern equipment to help us to speed things up. But yet, say you're making a place, uh-huh. pounding would definitely give you the authentic flavor. Better than a food processor. Yeah. Yes, better than a food processor. But at first, we use both. Okay. So the main place is use the food processor. And after that, towards cooking the actual dish, we would pound the fresh ingredients again so that we can extract the volatile oil and to refresh the dish itself. Yeah, so that's the second step that we use. Then we use the fresh herbs towards the end. Mm. The layering of the sauces. So this is a fusion of modern and and traditional way of cooking. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Chef. Anyway. We, we have to get to the main event, which is to talk about Fizz on 21 Tanjong Paga Road. This is on my list now for sure. Share with us uh, more about Fizz's menu highlight. I understand it's called, what, episode 1.0? Well, what's the thinking behind this? So it's episode one where the menu talks about how I develop my keen towards cooking. Mm-hmm. And... I'm featuring contemporary Malay dishes right now. Mm-hmm. It is important for episode one as, I mean, half of Southeast Asia, it's the Malay world. Right. And it is the cultural powerhouse in ancient times. Mm. Is it easier, I mean, the thing about fine dining is there's, there's always plating involved, right? Curious question, is it easier to plate when it comes to Malay dishes? And I'm thinking that way because of how colourful Malay dishes are. Yes. Plating Malay dishes is very fun, actually. Yet, it can be quite hard at times mm-hmm. yeah. because you still want to keep the intensity you know, of that dish. How do you plate a lontong and make it beautiful <laughs> in a fine dining question. kind of way? And I have issues with lontong because I love it, but I live in such a jet-lag life that every time I want to eat it for dinner, it's gone. So I think if you want to do that... I mean, lontong, you got to have the right grammage for each cube of lontong so that it'd be easy 
for you to eat it without having, you know, problems of mm. cutting up and worrying the long beans might go somewhere else. Yeah. Because long tongue is eaten messy. It's like ota yeah. you have to take out from the leaf, right? Yeah, you need your fingers. Yeah, you need that. Mm. I mean, how can you not eat ota with not using your fingers? It's a must, right? We've been speaking with Hafizul Hashim, who is chef owner of Fizz. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time and for uh, helping us uh, to wet, wet our appetite a little bit, get ready for dinner. I'm yeah? still <laughs> waiting for my long tongue, but I have to wake up early for it. Thank you very much, chef. Okay, thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.